sin is what separates us from God. And who sins? We do. God does not sin against us. Jesus does not sin against us, but we sin against him. He's faithful and he's always here, but it's us. And as I'm moving my hand, it's the sin that separates us. But God doesn't move. He doesn't change. We do. So we determine our separation from God. But the thing about it is, there is nothing that you can do. There is nowhere that you can't go that God can't reach in and pull you out from. Welcome back to our favorite hangout spot, y'all, on Wednesday mornings. You are tuning to another episode of Create with Kendra, a place where you can be inspired, challenged, and what? Changed, okay? I just, before we get any further, I want to give y'all a shout out. Yes, you that is listening, you that tune in every single week to this podcast, Y'all have been such an active community and that is what this space is for. With all of your DMs, with you sending in um, questions on Ask Kendra, like it's been absolutely amazing. It's been so vibrant and I'm really excited that everyone has just been really pouring themselves into this space um, because it is a space for you. It is a space for I to have conversations about faith, about God, about what it means to be a millennial or a Gen Z in the world today and still maintain our Christian identity, right? Um, I just love it. People have been sending me their testimonies and how certain episodes have been helping them in their lives and even giving them you know, the courage to tell their own story. I mean, it's mind blowing. And believe it or not, when I get here to this mic, I really don't know what it is that people need. But my prayer is always, God, allow me to come here and just use me as a mouthpiece so your word can be fulfilled in someone's life. I don't know what y'all be needing. I don't know how God is moving when he's when he moves, but when y'all come back to me and tell me, Kendra, I needed this episode or this really changed my life or you gave me the courage to tell my story, it's 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 not me. <laughs> I'm just the male lady, okay? I'm just the I'm just the one that pulls up to the mic every week, but God, he knows what we need when we need it. I remember um, someone told me that they were getting off work and they put their earbuds in and out of nowhere, my podcast came up on Spotify. They didn't press nothing. They didn't even, you know, as soon as they unlocked their phone, the podcast came up and I was like, okay, Lord, like there are so many, okay, Lord moments that I have when people tell me, you know, all the wonderful things that have happened in this space 
And all glory goes to God. All glory goes to God. Amen. So as we do every single week on this show, we acknowledge a black creative entrepreneur, businessman, or woman for doing their thug thizzle and just making their impact on the world. Um, this week, we are going to highlight Premia Hair Care. This company is a business that soul's purpose is providing customers with top quality products. This hair care line provides oils and butters that are filled with USDA organic certified or wild harvest unrefined and natural products. Fun fact about this hair company is that not only are you getting quality natural products, but the owner is using all the proceeds to fund her law school dream. So y'all go out and get some of these products, okay? Get your edges right, get them ends tight, okay? Have your curls all nice and juicy and bouncy with these natural products and let us support one another. Um, for more information, you can visit them on Instagram at Premier Hair Products. All right, y'all, let's get into it. Um, like I mentioned a little bit earlier, um, the unassociated community and the Create with Kendra listeners have been just absolutely amazing. And a lot of the topics are coming from these Ask Kendra questions. So um, if that's you and you want a topic talked about here or a question answered on the show, head on over to www.unassociated.com slash askkendra and a question or a topic of discussion of your choice can be featured on an upcoming episode. So this week we have pulled again from the Ask Kendra pile. And um, this is a simple question and straight to the point, um, but very necessary for us to discuss. Um, a writer um, wrote in and asked, hey, Kendra, can you do an episode on how to get restored in Christ? Here we are. And today is that day that we are going to talk about what it means to be restored in Christ. So um, first off, for every time that we need restoration, it is always because we walked away from Christ. Christ ain't never, not never, no or will ever <laughs> walk away from us. Um, to him, he is the definition of faithfulness. When we cut up for people that don't even believe that he exists, um, people that despise and disrespect his name, even for us that love him and still be getting tripped up and messed up, you know, um, either every so often or often, <laughs> Christ is always there. <clears throat> he will never leave us. That is his faithful promise to us. But every time we need restoration in him, it's because we walked away. Simple, right? Um, but there are a couple of things <clears throat> that happen when we feel that disconnect from God. And it's an uncomfortable position. I've been there plenty of times to where I feel like I haven't given God my best or I did. Oh, Lord Jesus. Mike Phil. Um, or, I, or I didn't. Or I did something that I know I shouldn't have done and I felt guilt or shame 
And I'm like, God don't want to see me. God don't want to deal with me because I did something that I wasn't supposed to do. And for everyone that's listening, we've all been there. Um, We've all needed to be restored to Christ. And even some of us now need to be restored to Christ. But I want to remind us um, that there will never be a time that God does not want you. There will never be a time that God says she she crossed me or he crossed me or did something I didn't like. I'm cool off of them. I don't want them. There is like there is never a time when God says he doesn't want you. And I don't want you to convince yourself and I don't want you to allow the enemy to speak to you in your ear to say that you, whatever you did is going to separate you from God forever. Now, the thing about it is sin is what separates us from God and who sins we do. God does not sin against us. Jesus does not sin against us, but we sin against him. He's faithful and he's always here, but it's us. And as I'm moving my hand, it's the sin that separates us, but God doesn't move. He doesn't change. We do. So we determine our separation from God. But the thing about it is there is nothing that you can do. There is nowhere that you can't go that God can't reach in and pull you out from. There is nothing you can do. There is nowhere you can go to where God says, you can't come back to me. Being restored to Christ, honestly, is one of the most refreshing things that we can do. Is to come back to him. And then we're going to go to some scriptures. So I hope y'all got y'all Bibles. Get your Bibles, get your Bible app, <laughs> get whatever you need to do. And let's go to the word of God. Um, we're going to go to Romans chapter eight verses 38 and 39. And so all the scriptures that I'll be reading today will be coming from the NIV version. Um, yes, that'll be from the NIV version. Uh, Romans chapter eight, verse 38 through 39. And it reads, for I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither, the present nor the future, nor any power, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. There is nothing that can separate you. Not angels, not demons, not the past, not the future, not even the things you're going to do to cross, <laughs> to cross God. Nothing can separate you from the love. Ooh, I don't know about you, but it's like <laughs> there is this unspeakable joy that I have to know that I can mess up and God still wants me. Not to say that that is a pass. Okay, I can mess up and I'm going to do what I want to do because he's going to love me anyway. He's going to want me anyway. No, that's not what I'm saying. Because that's us crucifying Jesus afresh. That's putting, that's like us putting him back on the cross to be crucified again. Because he already died for our sins. 
but he knew that we were human, that we would mess up. That's why he went, right? Along with the love of God, that's beautiful to know that the love of God is always there to be with us, right? But there's another part to what it means to be restored to Christ. This is something that we shall not forget. We can't forget this part. We are to repent and pick up the things of Christ. Holding on to God's love and that promise is wonderful. It's great, but it's not complete. If you don't repent, turn from your ways of sin, your ways of immorality, your ways of wickedness, and pick up the things of Christ. And I know repent may sound like a real heavy word, (laughs) but it ain't. It ain't that deep. It's, It's really not. Repent simply means to turn. I am this way, you know, wilding out in sin. It don't even got to be wild stuff. <laughs> it could be gossip. Okay. It can be, um, unclean thoughts. It could be fornication. It could be unbelief. Oh my God. I went there. I did. Um, it can be all of these things, right? But to repent means just to simply turn from these wicked ways to the things of Christ, to the fruits of the spirit, to cultivating your relationship with him. That's all it means. It means to turn, to turn away, right? We can't be restored in Christ if we're dealing with things that violate the relationship we have with him. I can't tell God I love him so much and I keep stepping out on him. What's the point? I can't. God, I love you so much, but I got this little addiction. I'm going to hold on to it because it still makes me feel good. Or I'm in this relationship that you don't approve of, but I'm going to hold on to it because it makes me feel good. Or, I mean, it could be whatever it is, whatever sin that you have. We cannot hold on to those things and 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 still think that we're going to be in good standing in our relationship with God. We have to put those things away. We have to turn and repent. Because to be completely honest, what you think is good for you and is soothing you naturally is killing your spirit, killing your relationship with God pulling you further even if you don't feel like it is because and I I feel like I'm going on a tangent but somebody need to hear this the devil will cause you to believe that the relationship that you in that God did not approve is okay because it makes you feel good he will cause you to believe that the addiction that you're dealing with or things that you're speaking um is okay and gossip is okay because it makes you feel good, but it's actually pulling you away from Christ. The thing about it is, and I'm going to give it to you plain. Either <laughs> Jesus is the Lord of your life or he's not. <laughs> Either he's Lord or he's not. Like, what you going to do? What are we going to do? And if you want him to be Lord, and if you want to be restored in Christ, We have to first know that 
He's always here with his arms open like this. And then also that our sin and the thing that separated us from him, we got, we got to, we got to do away with it. It's easier said than done. It is. But with Christ, it's possible. And I think that's where people get discouraged. It's kind of like, I've been doing this for so long or I'm so deep into it. We just read in Romans 8, uh, verse 38, 39, ain't nothing that can separate us. What you mean? You, You feel like you... You so far out and far gone that God can't reach in and pull you out. He's God. He can do anything that he wants to do, including rescue his children. Okay, let's get back. Let's get back on track when it comes to this repentance. Um, We're going to go to Colossians. Colossians. um, Chapter 3. And we're going to read verse 5 through 10. Colossians chapter 3, verse 5 through 10. Again, this is the NIV version. Um, and it reads, put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. You used to walk in these ways in the life you once lived, but now you must rid yourself of all such things. As anger, rage, malice, slander, filthy language, okay? Y'all quit cussing (laughs) and talking bad Uh, from your lips. Don't lie to each other since you have taken off your old self within these practices. And have put on a new self, which is beginning, which is being renewed in the knowledge, in the image of its creator y'all the scripture says put to death these things put to death these things we have to kill it and what's helpful to me when I struggle with something that I know I need to put to death is taking it one day at a time. Because when we look at a grand scheme, like a large, a larger picture of I have to conquer my sin over this lifetime, it becomes overwhelming. It becomes like, oh my gosh, this is too much. I might as well not do it. And it gets discouraging when we feel like it's too much for us to handle. But We're able to do these things through Christ who gives us strength and doing it one day at a time. I ain't cuss nobody out today. You can say that if that's your struggle. Amen. You know, I didn't, I didn't do this. I didn't do that. Or the thing that is separating me, I'm, I'm, I'm moving away from that and I'm drawing closer to God. It's possible. It's so possible. And I I love how Jesus (laughs) just wants us. I said 
um, last week that God doesn't want an IOU, but God just wants you. We can never repay or we can never amount to what Jesus does for us. But he just simply wants us. And for those who are unsure about their walk with Christ, if that's you and you're like, I haven't even accepted Jesus. Or if you want to accept him again, you can say the sinner's prayer more than once. You can. That's a thing. You can. And what the sinner's prayer simply is, is confessing with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believing that God raised, raised him from the dead and repenting of your sin. Um, it's a covenant. It's your vows to God. And um, I, I can remember, and I want to share a short story. I, I went, when I was in college, I went on this Christian uh, student retreat, right? Um, and I had felt I was dealing with so much hurt and pain. Oh, I was in such a low place. And I felt like I was far from God. And the word that God gave me is that, Kendra, there is nothing that you can ever do to where I don't want you. And that I'm here to restore you. And when God spoke to me and said that he was going to restore me, I fell out and I wailed and I cried. I mean, talking about sucking the floor. If y'all don't know the the term about sucking the floor, that's when you cry a whole bunch (laughs) before the Lord. And I just, oh my gosh, I, I can't even explain the relief and the gratitude and the presence and the glory that God just covered me in. I was so grateful that I had a God. That could restore me. And God wants to restore you today. (laughs) He wants to renew with you today. And, um, That night, I renewed my vows to God. I know that sounds weird or it's uncommon to say. But that night, I renewed my vows to God. I renewed a commitment. I said a prayer to where I, I devoted myself afresh to him. And God wants that for you as well. And if that's you and you say, Kendra, I don't have a relationship with God or I need to be restored and I don't know how. Let's start here. If that's you, I want you to repeat after me this prayer, okay? I believe Jesus is Lord and that God raised him from the dead. Lord, forgive me for my sin. 
come into my heart and change me. Help me live right before you and that my life brings you glory. Come into my heart, God, and save me, change me, and fill me with your precious spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. And if that is you, and you just prayed that prayer, heaven is rejoicing. All of heaven and its angels is rejoicing that you have accepted Jesus as your Lord, that you have came back and have been restored to God. We are so happy. We are overjoyed here. You are supported. You are loved. And you are never so far out where God can't reach his his hand out and grab you. You're never so far out. Now, if you need to be connected to a ministry, um, hit us up at... um, on unassociated.com slash ask church boy or slash ask Kendra. And we want to get you connected to a ministry so you can, um, a ministry and community. So you can grow and you can be supported and loved through this journey because being a Christian is not always going to be easy. <clears throat> We're going to have problems and troubles and trials, but you either go, through life's troubles with Christ or without him. I choose to go with him. (laughs) And if you said that prayer, I'm so glad that you're choosing Christ in your life to go with him as well. All right, y'all. That is the word on the street for this week. I am just over, uh, overjoyed and overwhelmed with the presence of God right now. Um, I just pray over you all that you have an amazing week and that you be blessed until next time beautiful people